0: hey lovely people welcome back to spectacular slovakia the podcast in which we sit down with foreigners and slovaks to give you some tips for your trips in slovakia but also we talk about slovak culture food history and so on this week we are traveling to the capital of eastern slovakia Kosice, to meet ingebor and sergey
1: duck duck breasts with uh, with this lokše, which is like uh, potato pancakes and uh cabbage, red cabbage, marinated cabbage, this dish is amazing.
0: Ingeborg comes from Norway, Sergei from Russia, and they both live in Košice and work near Presho which is the third biggest Slovak town, not far away from Košice. So let's meet them and find out what their love in Košice has been like, and what we should see in the city. By the way, it was my first time in Košice and I loved it so much that I missed my train. Anyway, here's the show.
2: Hey guys.
0: Hi. Peter. So I'm here Nice to
2: meet
0: you. Yeah, nice to meet you. Oh, hi. Nice to meet you. Thanks so much for inviting me. Yeah, you're welcome. Come in. It's cool. You are the first foreigners I know who live in Košice. So how did it happen?
1: This is exactly what my uh, friends from Russia was also asking. So where are you actually? Slovakia, Slovenia? Where is it? Because oh, there's another issue. Yeah. <laughs> And the people are not so familiar with the geography and especially you know, a lot of people know Bratislava, but uh, very few people do know the country, second yeah. biggest city of the country, which is Košice. And uh, for us both, it was uh, very straightforward. We moved here because of work. We moved mm-hmm. from different countries. I moved from Denmark at the time I was working and Ingeborg uh, was working in Germany. Mm-hmm. So we got our new ex- assignment. And uh, the work is located in Presov, so we also got to see the amazing uh, city of Preshov <laughs> <laughs> Actually, <laughs> the first time that we moved, uh, and uh, then uh, after some months, we decided that uh, we should uh, we should find an apartment in Kosice because it, uh, it got more wipe from our <laughs> first uh, first opinion, and and it's. Uh, I appreciate you being probably honest. more friendly, more <laughs>
0: friendly also for internationals and when did you arrive in Koshita?
2: So, it's almost uh, 3 years ago.
0: What was your first impression of Koshita? Do you remember that? So, yes, I the remember the place the very saw... first
2: time I came here. So, like Sergey mentioned, we the the place where we work is closer to Pressure. and we stayed uh-huh. there when we arrived and uh, it was uh, it was quite a cold spring that year. So, for me, I somehow associated Pressure with being very cold and then one weekend I arrived, he- I took a bus here to Kosice with one of my colleagues and uh, it was a really nice sunny day. It was the first day of spring and we came uh, from the bus station uh, up the Melinska and to Hlamna and, and it was, uh, it was like a change of scenery. There were people sitting outside, there was cafes and I thought, okay, I think I can, I think I can go here. I, I can <laughs> live, <laughs> to here. live here.
0: <laughs> um, was it hard to, get used to live in Slovakia
2: when you move as an expat it's always challenging in the beginning it takes it takes time to get settled and the me not speaking the language very well of course there are challenges that uh, things that you have to do like getting a bank account in our case we bought a car uh, things practical things that you need in your life which is just a little bit more difficult when you don't speak the language so. The one thing that all foreigners tell. Oh, yes.
0: Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> so the, the, the most favorite for every foreigner moving, uh, in Slovakia is the foreign police. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the foreign police and, uh, the it's uh, in infamous for, uh, for, uh, for a service and organization inside of how you can actually get finally to the officer telling you what to do. And, okay, it requires the, the whole separate story. But just to mention that they, they don't speak very much uh, English, mm-hmm. even if it's a foreign police. So already for, for non-Slovak spe- speakers, it's a big, a big challenge.
2: Yeah, but you get over it. So you, you deal with that. And you get used to that. Yeah, exactly. So after a while, you, you settle with those things. Mm-hmm. It's things that you have to do at one time. And then maybe after I don't know six months time, you you start to get used to. At least for me, it was like this. After some time, I I had the things that I didn't have to stress about getting things arranged, and then the normal life can start again. And and like I said, we came in the spring, so the first uh, summer was 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 the time that I really started to like to like Košice, to that I really started to enjoy to live here. It's a it's definitely a summer city. So mm-hmm. you come here now first time in. <laughs> January <laughs> and, it's, and it's it's dark and it's cold and there is not so much going on yeah, but but yeah. the, for people who are thinking to come here as tourists or for some whatever reason the summer is if you have a choice then definitely to come in somewhere
0: yeah I'm gonna be honest yeah it's my first time in Koshita and it's January but still I'm surprised there are people in the streets <laughs> because as we know some politicians tend to say that there's nothing in the east but obviously there's quite a lot of things to do so do you have any favorite place in Kosice where you go quite often?
2: Yes, of course. So one of the places that attracts a lot of foreigners is a place called Tabachka. It's mm. a, it opened in 2013 when Kosice was the European Capital of Culture, and today it is a fusion. It's a it's a restaurant. It's a bar. It's an event uh, place. In so they yeah, have huh? some uh, cinemas there. They have. Uh, uh, language everything. cafes, uh, there is sometimes ca- open discussions yeah, yeah. going on, book uh, events, uh, concerts. So it's a, it's a place that, uh, that I think foreigners are very attracted to because uh, there are a lot of other foreigners also and the staff <laughs> speak English and the <laughs> events are often in English. So it's a place to go and to, to hang out.
0: And you said that it's not far away from, uh, the city center.
2: Exactly. It's, it's from the northern end of Lamna. You walk another three, four minutes and you, you are there.
0: And when you came to Kosice for the first time, uh, did you act like, uh, like a tourist in the first place and you wanted to see all the places immediately or like within, uh, the first few weeks or you wanted to be like a Kosice born person and, you know, you just didn't want you didn't want to discover the city straight away, like step by step. Uh, by the time I moved, uh, I had already another
1: colleague uh, living mm-hmm. in the city center of Kosice, so for me it was quite easy because uh, uh, he just showed me already everything he knew, and and he used to go and, and check out every new cafe and and, and every new place. So uh, we started on Mlinska, which is just. Uh, Crossing Launa and uh, the actually Kino Usmev was the the first like place that I went in Kosice.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, um, we're gonna translate cinema, smile, smile cinema. So, yes. yeah, everyone's smiling there. Uh, <laughs> no. After yeah, one beer, <laughs>
1: the stuff is, uh, yeah, after a couple of beers, but, uh, but this is the, uh, Unique place also in Kosice because uh, because they kept uh, old kind of so- socialistic cinema and then turn it into the really a hip place where where people can meet uh, can of course have uh, grab some drinks but then can also play some board games uh-huh. can uh, see. Also, mainstream movies, but also kind of art house movies. And then in, during the summer, there are flea markets, there are street food festivals, and there is also a beer garden functioning there. So you can just uh, grab a beer and sit outside. So it is uh, very nice for, for young people and also foreigner fl-
0: friendly.
2: It's the only cinema I've been to where you're allowed to take your beer or your wine into the cinema. Oh, which is quite pretty neat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, do you have also like other places like, apart from uh, Tabočka and uh, Osmo? Like a favorite mm-hmm. cafe? Or so there are some museum, gallery, whatever.
2: There is the East Slovak Gallery where uh, the exhibitions are changing, so mm-hmm. you can go. We've been there several times, so you can you can usually with a few months interval see something new there, and they tend to promote young uh, artists from the or painters from the from the region and you get a little bit of cultural insight into the let's say the, this part of the of the country through such such exhibitions other than that there is a theater in the city center mm-hmm. and uh, one of uh, nicest shows that we saw there was a like a folk um, dance show
0: a traditional Slovak one. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. So with the costumes and the, mm-hmm. I think it's a general thing in Slovakia. People are quite fond of the folk, yeah, folk yeah, dancing. Yeah, yeah. So we even did the one short class ourselves <laughs> last week. How winter. did it go? How did it go? Um, went okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the better than Slovak language classes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> But the, the, yeah, it was, it was nice. So I'm, I'm from Norway and we don't have such big tradition with the folk dance. There mm-hmm. is, but it's not so mainstream that young people are, are going to
0: classes. We're gonna come back to the show in a bit, but I gotta tell you a few things about the spectacular Slovakia travel guides first. So there are a couple of them. There's one about Slovakia. There's one about Bratislava, of course. There's one about the Julian region. And I could continue, because there's a few more. But you will find all of them on SpectacularSlovakia.sk. It's a new website from where you can purchase these guides. But also, you will find there are a number of travel podcasts and articles. So hurry up, click on the website and discover Slovakia. And now, back to Kosice, Ingeborg and Sergei. When you, when you type in Koshica into your search engines, probably the first thing you're going to see and it's going to pop up, that's uh, the cathedral.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: That really dominates the, the main street. So when a tourist comes here, what would you, what would you recommend them uh, seeing in the city apart from the cathedral?
2: Okay, let's say you come from the station and you walk up to the Ljubna and you see mm-hmm. the cathedral straight away. And it's not
0: far away, actually. No,
2: mm-hmm. it's it's close. Before with other sites, I would recommend to go up the tower in the cathedral okay. because you get a nice uh, nice view of the city center. And right outside there is a small, uh, so like a park with a fountain where they are playing music together with the water, and it's like a nice place sight to to see. Otherwise, so the the city center, the Stare Mesto, the old mm-hmm. town yeah. of Kosice, is not very large. So there is uh, there is the Hlavna ulica and a few small squares, and and uh, for for the people living here, there is also some small markets and things like that. For the tourists, castle,
1: Kosice castle, and uh, there is not much of the castle actually there. There are just few ruins, but uh, but still the site itself was also refurbished for uh, when Košice became the European capital of, of culture. And there is a very good uh, tower where you can get uh, the overview of the whole Košice. So this is m- maybe even better than the view from the cathedral's tower. Okay. Um, and you said that it's really close. Uh, it's not so so close. And, well, uh, you said before we started recording <laughs> that like seven minutes by car. <laughs> By car or by bike, okay. because you can also, in the city center, you can rent bikes, actually. So, and and now there is... Even if you are a
0: tourist, because I know, like, in Trnava, for instance, if you are a foreigner, that's definitely a struggle, because you have to go in person to the office to get registered.
2: No, no, there is a new... um... Service which started this uh, or so last summer mm-hmm. where they have those city bikes that are distributed around the town. So you can open, you uh, download an app and you simply open them with an app. Like in most big European cities you have, okay. have nowadays. That's, so that comes can... handy,
0: yeah. Yeah. And let's take it from the other side. Is there anything you do not like about the city and you would change it?
2: I need to think about it. So again in the in the winter time the the city kind of closes down okay so it's yeah. the time of the year that you think about ways <laughs> to get out of course it's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <sighs> and uh, find activities uh, in the region around so it's not that i dislike anything particular in the city that i say all oh, but that's is a good disaster. thing you know yeah, you are forced to leave the city the and discover one thing the surroundings be, so so we like we said we commute in direction pressure every morning mm-hmm. Um, when we travel to work, there is always a huge queue of uh, people coming in the opposite direction. Okay. So uh, we don't ejections. have this problem, but there is a traffic problem in Košice in the morning. Mm-hmm. The...
1: Maybe also parking. Yeah, to, par- oh, to park to park in the city center or like where we are living uh, close to the city center, it's uh, quite often a problem. Mm-hmm.
0: And how about people, locals? Are they friendly? Uh, and yes. also, you've been to Bratislava, so is there any difference if you, if you're in Kosice? And is there a difference when you are in Bratislava? Speaking of behavior or attitudes?
2: I think that Kosice, uh, so even in the, only the three years that we've been here, uh-huh. um, the number of foreigners in the city has grown. So I think that also changes. Uh, so let's say when you go out, you hear more English, and you and also Slovaks are more used to to, to reaching yeah. out to foreigners. So I think I'm gonna say that I haven't noticed something like very like big differences. Of course, you meet different people in different places, and people are different. But um, I, I cannot say that I had an experience that I thought all oh, the people in Košice are so different from the people in Bratislava. No, not no.
1: Uh, the difference uh, is language, a bit like the the pronunciation or the the dialect. Oh, you are uh, an expert. Uh, if you are, if you if you know at least a little bit of of, of Slovak, so uh, I mean, the people of Bratislava and they definitely joke about the the East dialect. So, šak po vyhodnársky. So you've learned something. So this thing, and okay, for us... Do you use
0: this accent also in Bratislava? <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: no, and okay, for us it's it's not easy to compare uh, because, okay, we live here, we experience people of Košice, but Bratislava it just been a few times, but uh, our Slovak friends, they really mention that people here are Uh, more open, uh, more tend to help and say maybe less individualistic, Mm -hmm. but this is the the typical complaint towards the people from the capital city, nothing special. In Russia also people say that people from Moscow are very arrogant and uh,
0: selfish. What kind of events would you recommend? And you said that in the wintertime probably nothing, but… There are what several are things.
2: <laughs> Sergey is whispering. <laughs> but, uh, uh,
0: white night event. This
1: is the event to be, and usually it's held in in autumn. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
2: so I think you know the concept. It's uh, it's, it's yeah, an, the same
0: in Bratislava. Yeah, yeah, it's
2: a night where different installations are installed across the cities, and usually they something that lights up and and it's for free so you go around and you actually not completely for free not everything is for free correction <laughs> 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 but uh, it's it's a nice uh, event so that happens in october then around christmas times there are very nice christmas markets mm-hmm. i prefer the christmas markets in košice to a lot of um, to bigger christmas markets in bigger cities where it's often very very crowded you this... mean
0: like outside slovakia as well yeah or? it's also outside yes okay. but
2: um, for Christmas, I was in Manchester for a Christmas market and it was just queuing. Okay. It was just queuing. You couldn't stop and drink. You just uh, queued through the Christmas market and in, in Kosice. So it's but normal no- for a smaller city. There was actually space to enjoy. But now
0: when you said it, like a lot of tourists will come to Kosice and <laughs> there's going to be a lot of queuing up. Okay. There. It's, it's messy. <laughs> <Don't-> <laughs> Also, there is
1: an art film festival for people who like uh, oh, movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's most. Uh, we've been uh, last year and there was uh, a lot of also documentaries, like section with documentaries on and short, uh, short films mm-hmm. uh, from also from Balkan or from East Europe. And this was very interesting also to, to, to get to know something which is not the mainstream. So mm. that is a good event. And uh, in the summertime or in a warmer period, there are a lot of different marathons. We try to participate every year. There is one, the coolest, in my opinion, uh, which is the the runway run when the, uh, they close down the Kosice airport. Oh, and, okay. I've never uh, heard of this one. Everyone's talking about the peace marathon. Change of plans. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you get to run on actually runway where the planes are taking off and landing mm-hmm. because of the place it's a very very cool thing i really recommend people to try it
2: yeah uh, there is a lot of opportunities to run in qushita <laughs> 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 uh,
0: so that's what you do you, you do running uh, do you also perform other sports
2: so r- now we yeah we just go to gym let's say the okay. r- regular gym um but there are um, Kosice has a um, an ice hockey uh, arena and a big ice hockey community. Mm, and yeah, uh, true. Yeah.
0: Um and do you have any favorite meal that comes from Kosice?
2: That comes mm. from Kosice that's <laughs> Or maybe we can go <laughs> and uh, more. <From>, <laughs> simplify. <it. laughs> yes, of course, when you come as a foreigner, you want to try all the local food. It's one of the most uh, interesting things and yeah. Uh, of course, we tried all the compulsory halushki. Pirohi. Okay. Um, maybe you can mention. How did
0: you find it actually? Cause you come from Norway. Yeah. So he comes from Russia. So he should, he should be used to that. Yeah. Sort
2: of. So it's different from our traditional food. Also in Norway, we have food that in Germany is called Hausmannskost, like the, the food that people cooked to, to eat and to be full because they had worked <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. hard the whole day. And the, our food like this is more based on, uh, Potatoes, cabbage, uh, lamb. So the halushki and the pirogi I was not used to the it's an interesting <laughs> experience. To, know, but, but meanwhile I, you know I really to, like
0: do you know how to make it?
2: Oh I wish I could say yes <laughs> <laughs> and
1: on actually on Hlauna uh, street there is uh, one good place where where you can try halushki it's called very simply halushkaren yeah uh that's that's a, yeah. that a, a kind of canteen ah. style is not fancy but uh, they cook well normally mm. and uh, and this is the good place to try it otherwise my my number one favorite from Slovakia is the duck duck breasts with uh, with this lokse which is mm. like uh, potato pancakes and uh, Cabbage, red cabbage, marinated cabbage. This dish is amazing. This is the reason I love Slovakia. (laughs)
0: Sorry guys again, I just want to say to you that you can find more podcasts like the one you are now listening to on spectator.sk And you can listen to spectacular Slovakia podcasts on several other platforms, namely SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. If you have any tips on stories that could be featured in the podcast, let us know. You'll find the Slovak Spectator on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and all necessary contacts, including mine are on the already mentioned website spectator.sk. Oh, and if you like this podcast, share it. Cheers! If you want to go outside the city but not far away Mm -hmm. at the same time, so you mentioned the castle or Castle Ruins. Are there any other places around Kosice, near Kosice, where you can go and it's it's... reachable by bus or a train? Yeah,
2: it's... The first thing that comes to mind, there is a small lake where in the summer they have water ski like a water oh, yeah. skiing rink so like as, yeah so this lake and there is also another lake Bukovets which is quite close which is nice for like swimming in summer mm-hmm.
1: then we also like to go uh, to the hill it's called Bankov okay. so it is just good for for some small hikes for 1 hour 2 hours and there is also a, a well prepared uh, track for mountain biking there so you can you may find a lot of people um, Biking there very seriously with uh, lots of equipment. And then we can also mention it's actually, it is in Košice. It's called Park Anička. Park Anička, like Anas Park. Yeah, (laughs) Anna's Park. And it's also, it's a bigger area than even the, the main city park. So it's, again, it's good for... Uh, for longer walk, and then you have the river Hornat mm-hmm. uh, flowing there. So th- this one, yeah, just just
0: for a, for a relaxing walk, this place is very good, which you can do also in winter time. Or yes, sure. So it's... there's something to do at yes, least.
2: Yes, and <laughs> <laughs> and there is. A, I wanted to well, say okay. there is a solo zoo here in Košice. Although, uh, Zoological Garden.
0: Oh, okay.
2: So, we never been there, but it's one of the things, like you said, when you Google it, pops up quite high on the list. Okay. So, it's... So, that's
0: one thing you have to still... Yeah, uh, one thing
2: we need to take off the list.
0: <laughs> um. So, like, after, after um, some time spending should say, do you like it here? Like, in general speaking, or
2: I, you're yes. just awaiting
0: the day <laughs> when you leave?
2: No, for sure not. So... Um, this is maybe the smallest city I lived for a while. And, uh, uh-huh. so I, I grew up in quite a small city, but that's, it's over 10 years since I, since I left. And I must say that I, I enjoy the, the distances in Kosice. So we live very centrally and uh, to get around is so easy to, to be able to walk or bike around. I, I really appreciate. So this is one thing. Then, of course, wherever you go, in life, you, whether you like it or not, will depend a lot on the connections you make, the people you you meet there. Okay. So, after almost three years, we we have some very strong bonds to some of the uh-huh. people we met here. And and uh, presuming I will not stay here for many, many, many more years, I really hope that I will be able to keep uh, keep the, the ties that I that I have now to Croatia so through the people that I know here.
1: Okay. How about you, Sergey? So for me, I find uh, the scale of city is very comfortable, and uh, a lot of places like parks, sport facilities, okay, shopping centers uh, is easy, easily reachable. So from this point of view, I find it very comfortable. Really, it took some time around the year to to really get used to to culture, language, city itself. But when you get to know it. I really like it. I am not agreeing
0: that there is nothing in the east. There is <laughs> everything for good living. <laughs> mm. Okay, guys, thank thank you so much for your time.
2: We hope we convinced you to come back to Kosice.
0: Well, I will definitely. We will see if other foreigners, <laughs> our tourists, will visit Kosice as well. But thank you very much. Oh, we're at the end of this week's episode. We talked about Koshice with Ingeborg and Sergei, who have been living there for about three years now. And they love it there. Great to hear such a review of the city. Thank you, Ingeborg and Sergei once more. And it's Ingeborg's birthday on February 19th. So happy birthday from me and the Slug Spectator. Thank you, dear listeners, for tuning in this week. Anna will be back next week, sitting down with her guest. Take care, be kind, and have lovely days until we see each other again. Love you.